Welcome back to another episode of What We Doing. And we doing it again. This is your boy H.T. Sims. Mr. Mix. And that's Joffy Jofer. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's going on? How y'all doing? How y'all doing today? Beautiful day in St. Louis today. You better enjoy it. In the uh, loop, baby. In the STL. In the middle of everything. You in the middle of everything. In the middle of everything. In the middle of everything. So, I mean, like, what we doing, we definitely, we definitely out here. You know what I mean? And we, we see a lot of people talking about collaboration or whatnot, but Mr. Mix, tell them what's really on our mind. All right, so we got a lot of things popping off as a as an organization and as a group. First and foremost, to our Facebook group, thank you, thank you, we love you, One we thou love wow. you, thank you, thank One you. Thou wow. One thou wow. We have a thousand people in our Facebook group, so appreciate y'all, thank y'all, the love, the support that y'all been showing us since we've been doing this thing all on our Man. own, all by ourselves, Man. with no help, with no assistance, we show enough appreciate you. For so, real. that brings us to our topic. Our topic, we always talk about the black community, we talk about things in the black community, things that affect the black community. If I had one thing that I could say that affects the black community more so than anything, I would say that one thing is unity. Yep. Unity. Definitely not It's the key word, word in unit. As my man, as my man Major Payne would say, you understand what I'm saying. So we gotta figure out how to become unified because again, we have individual platforms. We have individual things that we're doing. How many barbershops do we have in black communities? How many beauty salons do we have in black communities? How many churches do we have in black communities? What if? And I'm just saying, what if? I'm just throwing out an idea, a, a, a concept, if you will. I will. What if those folks can bind? And not necessarily combine their businesses, but unify as a group to where every barbershop had a union or every barbershop had a place where they can go to they buy all they, their equipment from one place. Right, right, right. Um, certain advertisements, certain things that they're doing. Yes, there is business within economics. Of course, we know that. All right. But what I'm talking about is black is is a blanket black unity in businesses where we can dominate. In places where we like, we, we have a podcast network, right, right. so we want to collaborate with people, small business owners, for sponsorship, for dollars, things of that nature. So we want to combine and, and collaborate with those that are doing what we're doing. If you're moving in a positive direction, if you want to see change within your community, how do we do it? We combine. So, so I guess the first question I want to pose to you guys, and we'll kind of go around on this, is give me two to three things that you think keep us from being unified. Okay. So Not just in the city, but just black folks in general. Let's let's generalize black folks, which I hate when people do. But in this particular case, I want you to generalize black folks and I want you to touch on give me give me one to three things that you think keeps us from being unified. So Go ahead. I think the number one me is the, the big trust issue, right? We still not at that level of trust. You know what I'm saying? Like we spoken before on the show, uh, when you ask for a certain dollar amount of a product that has to be quality product. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about the customer service involved with the, dealing with each other and the immediate want of discount. So when people come into uh, business and they're looking to collaborate, they always want to kind of source out because we still don't have that trust with each other to do good business. And, you know, rightfully so to some degree, you know. Uh, I think that's number one. Number two is knowledge, man. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? And mm. I'm not even saying the, the how-to. It's the who does. You see what I'm saying? Say that again. It's not the how-to. It's the who does. It's the who, who does. does. You know what I'm saying? So it's when you... who does. Talk to when, So when you're looking out and you're, you're seeing who who wants the product or what a community needs or like you say, if we're just talking about, you know, making a grocery store, you know, you're talking about putting the structure together. Who does what to get your product in and out? Who does what to make sure that your money does all this? Who does what to make sure that your name is out there? And I mean, you know, we know what entities does it. Mm-hmm. We know that. But who's individuals would do it? And I think that's what the disconnect is. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you got, Josh? All right. I think my first one, like you're saying, it could be unity, like you're saying. It'd be sometimes to where it's not, it's all chiefs, no Indians. Mm-hmm. But so some top of us. Heavy, top heavy on the leadership side. Yeah. Okay. It's so heavy that, to your point, Mr. HT, it's so heavy that we don't trust each other enough to get the business done. We'll go somewhere else and, to some other community to get it done. And it's frustrating sometimes. Like, okay, yeah. when you a small business owner or when you provide a service or if you at a certain spot in your life to where, like, okay, you a leader and people that look like you sometimes may give you more resistance. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because it's maybe a proven ground. It can be a lot of little different That's things. a good one, a proven ground. Yeah. But after you prove yourself, it's still sometimes it's something that's internal with them that they still want to challenge. You know what I'm saying? Well, he not doing this, he not doing this. Sometimes we too hard on each other that, that, that's as true. far as criticism goes. No one is going to be a learning curve no matter what you do. The action, like, okay, I'm going to go with two. It's the action. You know, like, true enough, we do have a lot of beauty shops. We got a lot of got a lot of beauty shops, got a lot of barber shops, got a lot of churches, got a lot of got a lot of liquor stores, got a lot of small, you know, uh, mom and pop chicken joints. Yes, we got got a lot of of that. But it's to a point to where who owns what, what you know, like Chinese do this, Arabs do this, every other race does this. Okay, like they create a networking system. Like Mm. that's the key. Say it again. So that's the key. Create a networking system. And it gets to a point to where, like, all the people, all the liquor stores in my neighborhood are owned by certain people. They either his brother, his cousin. Facts. Mm-hmm. That's okay. super facts. So it gets to a point to where like, I always look at, like, I go to the liquor stores, I go to the gas station, and it's different nationalities of people. But after you go there so many times and you have a conversation with them, an intelligent conversation with them, then actually what they wind up, oh, that's my cousin down the street. Yeah. Or this is this. And a lot of times what I see is they got one truck. And this one truck goes to all those stores. You know what I'm saying? And it goes to all those stores to people who look like them. Let's go with the Chinese people. All right. Or Asian. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Chinese is fine. They, 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 they from gets to China. Point. We say St. Louis, man. We eat Chinese. Sorry. We eat Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Uh, the thing you is, getting better though. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, Joffy fact, never goes and uh, call in and say it's Mr. Chinese. Okay, <laughs> some people might take that the I wrong way. I probably what if I uh, feel like this on the inside. <laughs> but it, the whole deal is networking. That's yeah. that's my whole 
we don't want to network with each other. We, like I said, we always want to be, I'm the leader, I'm the head, I'm the head. But the leader has to learn how to follow too because you can't lead on everything. You can't hold everything by yourself, to yourself, just to get all right, so I'm going to hit it. I'm going to tie what you just said into the bigger, the, what I think the bigger problem is, right? So I think the bigger problem is racism. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, that's the bigger problem. All right, there you go. And systematic, systematic racism. And what do I mean by that? We were taught, you, you know, not, not to go too deep on, on, on a Saturday, uh, but it's like Brother Malcolm said, who taught you to hate yourself? Who taught right. you to hate your skin? Who taught, who taught you? To hate who you are. So what that falls back is to is to the trust issue. I don't trust my brother because I don't love my brother. Because mm-hmm. if I don't love you, then I'm not going to trust you with some of the most intimate things that I need. I'm not going to trust you to feed me. I'm not going to trust you to clothe me. I'm not going to trust you to, you know, put water in my, you know, the water that you give me or the things that you give me, even though we live with each other and we have to have trust. And so that was done within, you know, from slavery all the way up till now. So there's a distrust for each other for that reason. There's a reason why we don't do business with each other. And that's the, I feel like that's the reason. I feel like that was systematically done. So to talk to that, my next point is the white ice colder myth. Yep. And so definitely done that on, on this show tied back to racism. I think yep. it was a good one. Good tied back to racism. We thought because we weren't the merchant class and we weren't the folks that were doing the buying and selling of goods and services, for whatever reason, we thought if it was white, it was right. Yeah. So your man on the corner could be selling a T-shirt that's a twenty twenty-four thread cotton cotton T-shirt, really quality product. But you got to go to Walmart to get that same T-shirt because Walmart is a brand and a name that you can trust. So, which leads me to my third, which was was the important thing in what you said, awareness. Where do we go? What website, what place do we go to find black businesses locally? Where can we go if I want to know where uh, a black uh, dry cleaners is? How do I know that? How do I know it's black owned and operated? Why do why do we not so why do we not keep our our money within our communities? Well, a lot of times we don't know what services are being provided. Right. I don't okay. know that if it's a grocery store here that we can utilize. I don't know what banks are owned by us. I don't know what hospitals are owned by us. So I can't patronize what I don't know. So we got to do a better job of getting awareness out when our friends, when our family, when folks that we love and care about have businesses that support the community in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So if you got somebody who has a restaurant, and if you hear this, please, please, please reach out to us. What we do on STL, we would love to promote your business. We would love to be in business with you. Yes, we would so love to. We would love, 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 absolutely love to set up some a meeting or a schedule to where we can promote the hell out of you. Because again, to this point, that's what we're about at what we're doing. Yes, we're right. about actually promoting those businesses because again, what we're talking about is black empowerment and, and being pro-black and the reason why that is so important is because in any other community the dollar circulates more times in that community before it leaves. Yep. I think I think the last one was something ridiculous That's, like the black uh, dollar is like six minutes. Yeah, six hours or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, like something like, like six yeah. minutes or six yeah. hours. Something it was something like crazy. Yep. But we got to make sure that the dollar stays within our community and the reason why that you why you need that to happen is because all of it's tied together. Your your housing property tax 
is what pays for your schools and your roads. Right. So if your schools is shitty, it's because you don't have enough ownership within your within your community and people aren't taking care of their houses to the level that they need to to get the property value to be able to put that money back that tax revenue back into your local school district yeah. like it's yep. all tied yep. together yep. when you have a black a true black community things that support the black community you have banks you have hospitals you have restaurants and uh, grocery stores. You have things that are built for for black people that su- support that actual community. Then that money stays within the community, and we can invest in ourselves. So you, you brought up a point with, uh, this is, that sparked off when you said about you know, building in, and you talk about property, and people look at investment property. I think they try to rush the process, right? Because if we think about uh, just investing in the community, because I think about this about Kenlock a lot, because the way Joppy brings it up, but. Say you buy into a, a home. Say you buy a home for three, four thousand dollars, something like that. For sure. It might take maybe fifteen, sixteen to build it up. It's, I mean, it's low numbers, and you don't have the rest of that. You got three grand. You own the property. The one thing that does is give you, like you say, you pay t- tax on that. So now you're building into that community. Yeah. The for house sure. you can't. You're not really making any money on the front end because the house needs to be uh, rehab or whatnot. But now you're in that community in a real way. You can start going to the city council meetings, start talking. So maybe they can have a fund together to help build up the property to help you build up that property. And then not only that, if you're a tax-paying citizen, now you have an actual voice. So let's say I own this block. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flat out I own. Seven houses on the block, I own every house on the block. When I go to the city councilman, when I go to my alderman, when I go to the people that are supposed to do for me, because now we're talking politics. Yep, yeah. Because, there again, it's all tied together. Right. So now when I'm talking politics, I'm talking a different talk. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I own this block. So mm-hmm. what you are going to do is that pothole that we got on mm-hmm. the corner, you need to fix that. Yep. Yo, those those young men that's, that seem to be hanging on the corner 24-7, 365, that is bringing my property value down, I need a I need a patrol car to roll past there and kind of tell them that they need to go to the next block of the block. You or know, give or them a two, program or, somewhere to yeah, go. So or give them a program right? somewhere to go. Talk, talk about it. Talk to them, you, you know, know what I'm saying? But what, what you can do is you can demand more of your community once you are invested within that community. And that is your right as a citizen within this within this country. So that's the key. So how do we get there? Yep, the yep. biggest thing is back back to the topic because we're not going off of this topic. Unity, mm-hmm. unity, unity. So and now that we, we've we've identified the problem, we've identified some of the issues, what are some of the things that what have, give me two things that you've seen work either in other cities, in other countries if you visited mm-hmm. In other places. Hell, it could be an imaginary place on TV. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but give me two things that you've seen that have worked, that have 1,000% one, 1, worked as far as unity and when unity actually worked. Go ahead. Number one, and this is going to sound like the easy answer, but I don't care, but this is, I think it's the biggest blueprint, the music scene in Atlanta. There is a, I'm going to say the unity because of this, right? The music scene in Atlanta. Okay. Because when they got a hold of it, they never let go. Yeah, you get petty beefs here and there, but they put on who getting on and keep it going on. You see what I'm saying? They, they <laughs> put got, on who getting on and keep it going you know, on. You I see like what that. I'm saying? So yes, they, they put their view of the person's music aside. They say, oh, you got this many people doing, supporting you. You know what I'm saying? This might not be my type of music, but let's see how we can make it. Because it's still Atlanta. It's still a sound. We can all come to this Atlanta sound, do your version of your music, do your version whatever. Got the right DJ, and we off and go, right? Okay. So, 
Yeah, yeah, like I said, you get Petty Beats, but and that thing is like we can't get back into Atlanta. Atlanta's always going to control the sound for a minute. They've been doing it since '96. You want to say? Yeah, you for sure. Like uh, to, to me, I mean, I don't think it's debatable. Atlanta's had the lo- the longest running hip hop. Yeah, yeah. You know, people yeah, may yeah. say New York, and I hear you when you mm-hmm. say New York, but nobody has had a stranglehold on the music industry like Atlanta has, right. and the only reason why they were able to do that is because of unity. That's right. They come together. And I'll give you another place that's like that. Texas is like that. Yeah, yeah. Houston, Texas is like that, and Texas in general is like that. They get behind their artists. They don't. And I and shout out to Pimp C. Salute yes, Pimp yeah. C for okay. actually squashing beefs. Scarface, Jay, the God Jay Prince, yep. the, 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 the big homie Jay Prince. Big, big homie. You know what I'm saying? Who you had to have that guidance, that leadership. Which is another thing that Jaffe talked yep. about because we got too many chiefs and not enough Indians. So when you have true leadership, you got a true, you know what I'm saying, kind of hierarchy OGs that's really doing what OGs are supposed to do within the community, which is supposed to guide and lead them. Mm-hmm. You got cats like that that's in the community. It's like, nah, this is how we're going to move. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think Atlanta has that in spades. Mm-hmm. I think Houston has that in spades, yeah. and I see why. So what's your second one? Um, NBA. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because take this out. NBA, they go through the uh, some of the same struggles in the NFL, but the foundation is strong because they did two things. One, when they went into the contract negotiation, they had the proper leadership. There was a person getting money, you know what I'm saying? So at one point, I think the, player, the head of the players here now is Chris Paul. On the, yeah. he's, he's been there for quite some time, time and those guys making moolah baby. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You got James Harden, four years, $220 million. It was in the 80s, the league wasn't even worth $220 million. And now they can break their players off. Why? Because when they have issues, they stand together. And you can't just brush them off because these guys' careers are going to be 10, 15 years. You're going to see this guy for a minute. In the NFL, you don't like everybody gets together. And then the strike happens and people break apart because your career is two years, three years top. You know, it's very quarter. You got some quarterbacks, you know, the good ones that's 10, 15 years, 20 plus. But. You're not going to get your average guy that's going to be affected by the changes of your CBA uh, to really stay with you because he can't afford it. But the NBA, when they, the social issues come up, they all get together. And when it's this the movement, the Donald Sterling thing, the Eric Garner can't breathe. Like, some reason why those issues were so polarizing is because the NBA's involvement with it, you know, to the outside world. You know, the people, that your casual fan who might only see a black person when they're watching the NBA, that type of deal. So they moving forward. They're all making money, and when they have a problem, you don't, you don't see any ticks in the chains. What I'm talking about. So that's my two. All right, what you got, Jaffe? All right, y'all know sometimes Jaffe is history now. Right? So much of a history now, and I love St. Louis so much on the outside communities. My first one is uh, Kent Lock, Missouri. Okay, Kent Lock. I'm gonna say this, which was a black-owned town, y'all. Yeah. I'm gonna say this sometimes, man. Like it was one person that said some. Uh, Desegregation kind of fucked us up, or it killed us. You know what I'm saying? The, it killed absolutely. The see, absolutely. It killed the unity. It yeah, killed yeah. to when you have issues, stand together. Right. So I'm gonna go with Kenlock because if y'all really look this up, man, I, we pushed this last a few episodes ago. I pushed it really hard because you gotta know this shit that you walking past. Yeah. Man, it's so historical. So, so it's 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 a simple. The way you say it is people don't even think about it because everybody's looking at the phone. You got to know what you're walking past. Mm-hmm. You're walking past history. You're walking past a lot of great stuff, man. 
All right, my second one, and I think at the height of uh, sticking together in unity, will be Tulsa, Oklahoma before Black we Wall Street. Yeah. Thank you. You yeah, stole yeah. one of mine. I'm going to have yeah. to think of another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go into I, it, man. Like I said, I like history. You know, that's okay, but, but, but rewind it back and kind of give the listeners, if they don't know what Tulsa, Oklahoma was, or if they were living under a rock and they don't understand. I think it's a movie coming out that's actually going to kind of highlight it. But but kind of give them what what Black Wall Street was, the concept of it. Like, what was it? Tell us what it was. Okay. It's, it got out to a point to where, okay, Oklahoma, land of the red man. I ain't going to go too long about it. But after a while, if they took it after the, the red man, they had like, okay, that's what they say, Sooners. They had these people who were like, they kind of like, hey, y'all can have this land. Whoever gets to this land first gets to this land. So naturally, we didn't get to it. But the thing was, it got to a point to where we developed our own everything. You had, like Mr. Sand, and he preaches all the time about and emphasizes your own businesses, mm-hmm. your own banks. We mm-hmm. built them the first time, why can't we can't build them a second time? Your own everything. Mm-hmm. If you, you read or if you... Yeah, look at documentaries, Do- whatever floats your boat. Dollars circulated in Black Wall Street 28, 28 times before it left the community. The reason why it was called Black Wall Street is because at the time, everybody knows in the, in the United States of America, all the money is on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Black Wall Street had a better evaluation than actual Wall Street at the time. Because at the time, you're talking the Great Depression. Right. At the right. time, Tulsa, Oklahoma was thriving because they kept all of their money within their community. They had bus stations. They had planes. They had trains. They had professionals going to work every day. The kids wore suits to work. The kids were upstanding, upright. This was a certain section of, of Tulsa, Oklahoma that had all of this stuff going on. And it was actually, we say, the first time that um, I think they said it was another time, where, the first time that Americans were bombed, but this was the first time where America bombed its own people. Mm-hmm. They actually, it was a riot started um, because of, a, they said a little boy whistled at a, at a woman, and uh, the whites came from the other side of town because they were jealous of the success that was going on in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. A riot broke out, planes came down, bomb, storm, whatever, and they tore that up, and we, we've never gotten back to that. So think about a community that, that was that thriving, that um, influential had that much going on, and they basically bombed it and killed the folks there. So that was a, a telltale sign to black folks that you bet not. You see, and that and that's, you bet not. You like know, I mean? was also like the red line. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. sometimes under pressure, we as people we we react, we we do better sometimes under the pressure. True. So I'm say the red line got to a point to where we got a chance to build our own stuff because. They wasn't accepting what we was doing. Right. So the rail line got to a point to where you get to every bank. We we like to spend money. Okay. Some of us we have bad spending habits. Man, we do. Okay? We but do. We do. Like we do. We all trying to say here. Keep it in your community and watch your community grow and flourish. See, say it, say it again. Keep spend it in your community, but keep it in your community, right? Right. If you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna do it, keep it in your community and spend it with a person that looks somewhat like you, somewhat similarity to you, whatever it works for you. But in this community that we in now, all right, you see the height of it and you see the low part of it. The low part of it, you might have two or three houses on the block. All right. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is if you want to take from the community, sometimes you have to give back to it. Absolutely. Every time, really, I was uh, right around the corner here, right here at uh, 
uh, Euclid and Market right come around the corner. Like all these good brick homes are falling down. Just mind this Tandy Residence now. They are falling down and staying down. This is a quality brick home because yes. trying to get into that property, trying to find who does what, trying to find the names of the owners of this property, having the money to invest, trying to build a brick home from from the bottom up. Yeah, it can't get a little expensive, but the thing is, own the land. If you can get to own the land, then yes, the house might not be exactly what it was, but at least you're in the community fighting for that community to stay there. Because somebody with a bunch of money is going to see how cheap it is and try to do what they want to do. And they're already doing it. Folks yeah, from California are, are selling their houses, moving out to the Midwest. They did it in Detroit. They're, they're doing it in Chicago. They're going to do it in St. Louis. They're, 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 the property value in California is inflated. We it's know that. Like it's outrageous. It's outrageous. For the houses that we have, all this space, all this Ooh. square space, yep. all this 24, 25, you know, 100 square feet, feet homes, brick homes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They paying six, seven, eight hundred thousand for those homes that's going for twenty, thirty thousand here. Yep. So you sell your home, you take the equity, you come here, you buy you 40, 50 homes, you hire your property manager, voila, you're rich. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So instead of you falling for the okie doke and letting them gentrify us yet again buy the property within your community mm-hmm. fix it up hold on to it create businesses around that around that community and like Jaffe said watch what happens within that community watch what happens when you just do those things I'm sorry Jaffe you got you got um another one or you, or you hit your one? uh I actually don't have another but this is like St. Louis stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Cause no, 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 no. You said Ken. I'm sorry. You had two. You said Kenlock and uh, Black Wall Street. Actually, Black Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it actually was. Look, when y'all walk past stuff, sometimes we take stuff for granted. Also, you know that. So like when you walk past stuff, even if you can't give back to that community, you walk past that house that's falling down. You know you can get a dollar per brick. Yeah. All right. So yeah, instead of right. having somebody else come, like Mr. Mix saying come and gentrify and get paid off those bricks that you could have picked through you walking past some years years and more years but sometimes like i said earlier sometimes when you lead you gotta also know how to follow for sure yeah, I mean, you, you know, know what i'm saying you can't get i think another thing is uh, we're talking about collaboration and unity oh you can go through your two no nah, i ain't go through my two so let me let me hit my two real quick you know what i'm saying one is one is fictitious and uh one is real okay so let's start with the fictitious Wakanda. Oh, yeah. We all love Wakanda. Wakanda yes. forever, Wakanda. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wakanda forever. Wakanda. Yeah. Yep. What did Wakanda have going on? One, they had a warrior class. Let's talk about that. They had people that could protect the things that they had within their, their community. Mm-hmm. Two, they had natural resources. Yeah. They had a natural resource of vibranium that they... Now, our natural resources could be brick, could be land, could be gold, could be oil, but it's we got to keep it within our community. That's first and foremost. All right? Also, technology, y'all. Technology to advance the community. So, if you don't know, St. Louis has a nice little hub for tech. Yes. It's growing. The owner of Twitter is from here. Square Square is here, which owns Cash App. And yep. all you niggas, you lose Cash App. Don't play with me. No, I know y'all I, do. Hey, I bought stock you know I mean? that. I saw it come up. I know you cash use it. I saw it from my own self. Right, right. Back in, I seen it. Right. So if you got Square and you got Cash App and you got the owner of Twitter and you got all these other development companies that are coming in, the new NGA facility is going to be a $1.8 yep. $1. billion dollar facility yep. in the middle of Northside, uh, uh, Northside St. Louis. 
you got to take advantage of that. You got to be yes. smart about it. So technology, of course, moves that moves that demand curve to the right, which helps everybody when we talk in economics. Yeah. It's a simple economics. So if we get into the tech section and we start to dominate that, then, man, we can go crazy. So we got to we got to create schools. We got to create industries. We got to create all this stuff just like Wakanda did. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? To create all of these things to start to use towards the betterment and the empowerment of our people. We got to make that a thing. Like it can't like we can't just say we're kind of what forever and not get the concept. And the concept was they kept everything in house. They took care of the people within their community mm-hmm. first, their country first. Yep. And then they showed the rest of the world. Yep. Look, let me show you how this small little area can show the rest of the world how to do things. Because what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to keep our, our customs and currencies, our traditions. We're going to honor our old. Mm-hmm. We're going to empower our young. We're going to make sure that we have the things that we need to do. We're going to be educated. We're going to be smart. We're going to make that a thing. That's yep. another thing. we got to make being intelligent a thing. Yes, right. You know That's what I'm right. saying? we got some of the best athletes in the world in, in hoods across America. We also got some of the best minds in the world. In some of the hoods in America, some, some of the, the most, some the some of the most innovative motherfuckers in the world yeah, in the man. hood. So what if we started to incubate incubate those and encourage those kids at a very young age to become the next inventors, to become the next so scholars and, and things? I'm glad like you that. said that. You know what I'm saying? I want to kind of piggyback on that real quick. When you said like uh, when you talking about the tech and then you talking about knowing when the father, parents, these kids are born into this tech game. They, yeah. they 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 born into it. That's this is their world. Let them figure it out. And if they got an opportunity, know what the opportunity looks like. You might not have to know what it is that they're doing, but know it's something there. When you're talking about e leagues for a million dollars, man, people making apps. At, uh, at man, West, uh, West like it's here. You can't oh, you can't be too much a parent to tell them just because you don't understand what's going on that something's not going on. You got to be able to at least guide your kid into the right. But once this money happens, then what? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I did, that's why I just wanted yeah. to throw on to it. And then real quickly, my second one, uh, I know a lot of people may or may not know about Tulsa, Oklahoma, but do you also know about the Harlem Renaissance? Aha. Do you also know, it's a great show on, on uh, epics. It's called The Godfather of Harlem. It talks, about, um, it, it talks about Harlem as being this incubator, but it was a little bit after the Harlem Renaissance. But you had folks like Cab Calloway. You had writers like Langston Hughes, yeah. Zora Neale Hurston, um, Richard Wright Like you just had All of these people In Harlem Creating this great Artwork You had black folks Killing it yeah. You know what I'm saying Killing it They had an underground scene They had a club scene They had all this money Going on in Harlem At this time Because Harlem was Majority black at the time And you had all of these Black successful people Artists and professionals That were all working together And all doing Because that's the key If we work together y'all We mm. kill shit Anytime they let us In the game and we can use sports, we can use entertainment, because those are two games yep, that they let yep, us play. Yep. Because they thought that those were just frivolous things, man. Let them entertain us, whatever, whatever. Yep. But then the money got serious, and then that's when shit started to change. Yep. Because what I do want to see, even on the sports tip, and I'm talking to all my sports parents out there. Y'all, I know we love football and basketball, but I dare you. I dare you to get those kids into hockey, to get them in hockey, soccer, and baseball. Because oh, those contracts are fucking ridiculous. Look, look here. Let me say this. I'm going to add one more to that list. Golf. Don't be afraid yeah, of golf, golf and course. tennis. And tennis. Like, all right, we love football. Actually, real quick, 
get your kid out of football soon. Everybody can afford him to stop playing football unless you really love it because we're not – the human body is not made to play football, period. Yeah. Like, that, you see what that game is? I'm on, I know I'm on a half of a strike, but this is detrimental to our health going forward. I know they can help change some lives, and you know people love playing football. I get it. Yeah, it's and it's been a sport. and it's been a it's been a cultural thing for us. But all I'm saying, all I want you to do is just look at other sports yeah. options. Yeah. If yeah. we were able to dominate, you know, major league baseball ball like one once upon a time when you had the Negro leagues, we did, and then also being able to dominate, you know, soccer and some of these other sports yeah. where they're giving out two hundred, three hundred million dollar contracts, yep. and you can actually have longevity within those yep. you know so you don't see soccer players around here with canes they come, they, you don't see they, baseball oh, players you know in. right you don't see baseball players around here you know what i'm saying not being able to walk a guy cte like a motherfucker right. they get yeah. fat as fuck and just be you know what i'm saying just be around here chilling. Live a long time yeah they yeah. live a long time you feel what i'm saying so the key the key to everything is we're gonna we're gonna foot stomp on this is unity 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 so now i want to talk about on a smaller scale on a smaller scale, give me a couple industries that you think that we could dominate on a smaller scale. Because I'll even give you an example. Okay. Okay. I think a lot of people are starting podcasts. Oh, I yeah. think a lot of yeah. people yeah. are getting yeah. mics and they're yeah. starting podcasts. Yeah. And I'm going to just kick it off because I just want y'all to get y'all brains kicked thinking. So I think if, like with us, what we do in STL, we got a podcast network. So we will partner with anybody who has a podcast already. Mm-hmm. Give you a platform that you will already have. Set you up with the equipment. Already yep. got the mics. Already got the website. Already got the, all the social media mm-hmm. groups set up that you need. We will partner with you. And we will put you on our platform and basically introduce you to the world. You ain't got to go through Facebook. You ain't got to go through YouTube. Right. You ain't got to go through those, even though we can utilize those as well. But having and owning your own platform instead of just having a podcast here and putting it on Anchor. It's having a podcast here and putting it on Spotify. Or having a podcast here and putting it on and Apple. Rolling the dice. And rolling the dice and not owning your own material. Because yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Because, again, we just using the music. We just doing the, this thing, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to the big homie Master P. We just we selling that out of trunk right now. That's it. You understand That's what it. I'm saying? Yeah, right. We ground level, right. we we ground roots, we selling it out the trunk right now. So we want you to fuck with us on that type of level because again, at the end of the day, we already know who wins at the end. Independent. That's right. The guy who owns whatever the fuck he he has, he wins at the end. So that's one of the industries that I see a lot of black folks kind of kind of stepping into to where if we unify, yeah. if we yeah. unify. Yeah. If we talk to other podcasters from St. Louis and say, hey, we just going to do this one platform, you know what I'm saying, together. And we, you know what I'm saying, and, and kind of bring it all together. And then we're going to put it out to the world yep. that St. Louis is unified and sell this sell this content and be able to sell. Instead of us going to YouTube and taking what YouTube gives us, we go to YouTube and say, YouTube, we got 30 shows. Of those 30 shows, we get combined a million views, two million views off of right, these 30 right. shows. Cut us a check. That's a partnership now, yep. as opposed to you going there subservient and just putting your stuff on there. Man, I saw some shit that broke my almost broke my heart, man. It was this dude on uh on YouTube mm-hmm. and uh he was talking about Floyd Mayweather and Brother Polite. Okay. Now, I don't care if you're a fan of Floyd Mayweather, I don't care if you're a fan of Bl- Brother Polite. That's not the point of this right, story. Right. The point of this story is this brother took 20, 30 minutes out of his day to talk about two black men and to basically say I've been doing this shit for this amount of time, and I'm broke, yeah. and I ain't got this, uh, and I ain't got that, yeah. and y'all don't listen to me because I ain't got a Bentley, and I ain't got oh, a Phantom, man. and I ain't doing this, and I ain't doing that, and I'm just looking like, bro, that, do you know what type of 
You know you losing all cool points and dignity Yo, right now because you looking, you pocket watching another man instead of you saying, looking at what they doing and trying to get to what they doing or going to your homeboys and saying, look, fuck what they doing. We going to do this. Because, okay. again, we also understand with unity, everybody ain't going to be on board. That's true. That's true. And we ain't looking for everybody to be on board. That's what we looking everybody for. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. That's we true. looking for like-minded folks. That's right. So that's one industry that I think that we can combine forces in and we can take the fuck over because we already know that our podcast are the dopest podcasts on earth. Like yeah, yeah. You, most of the podcasts that I listen to that really have me super entertained are, you know, black-owned and operated podcasts. Now, yeah. they're on different networks. Sure. They're on loudspeaker and some of these bigger networks, you know, from Drink Champs to Brilliant yeah. Idiots and some of those. But what if you own the platform? What if you own the platform, own your content, put out your content, whatever you want to put out your content, and you are able to Move now have intellectual property yeah, yeah. to where your kids, 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 kids can eat off this shit forever. Yep, yep. So that's just one. You know what I'm saying? Can y'all think of any that y'all I, think from I, that scale? From from a, just a small business scale for from it. a small business scale like something that if we combine if we combine forces on it we could kill it. I, I, this is gonna sound this is gonna sound kind of like a cop out, but I still say uh, St. Louis fashion because I say there's a lot there's a lot that we we could do as far as a, a representation standpoint. There's a lot of talented artists here. We have definitely a lot of talented uh, visual minds here. You've seen it once before. I mean, look at you know, look at Nelly. If anything, it was a visual concert with him. You know what I'm saying? So if we kind of get together on that and kind of see what we want to look like when it comes to you know, music, sports, business in St. Louis, for sure. I think we come up with something that we can all get behind. Cause that's, I mean, a lot of people do that. Like when 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 Cam comes out looking the way he dressed, you know how he do. First thing he said, oh, he's from Atlanta. Oh, he's keeping moving. You see what I'm saying? You still know that's a hundred million dollar cat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's when uh, when you see certain people in certain situations, even with Master P. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, even with how they take gold in your mouth and all that. When you see Master P, because we know, well, yeah, you, you tell you New Orleans dude with money. You see what I'm saying? I think St. Louis, I don't have that stable representation. Like, even though this is us, doesn't mean we broke. Yeah. For, ooh, I like that. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So, what do you think we could do from a St. Louis fashion standpoint? What would be one of the suggestions that you would give to some of the kind of local cats that do that you know that have brands and, and do brands? Like, what do you think they could do to kind of combine their, their forces and, and really, like, change the game? So, for me personally, I'm not a fashion dude, um, really, but just from a business standpoint, just understand two things. Uh, one, the money is coming if the product is right. And understand, and do you have to do what we've talked about this whole show, break down the trust issues, break down... You understand the vision going forward because you understand if you come together and you see that you have a product that's like you like minded, you guys kind of vibe on it, you kind of see what you want to do, you put it out, you see a success, understand, don't rush to the other end, don't rip apart so quick, stay together longer, and that brand will stay strong. You see what I'm saying? Ooh, I like that. Stay together longer, yeah. that brand will yeah, stay strong. You, you, you talking some shit today. I'm yeah. feeling it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're uh, talking you know some shit today. So that, that's where I would go with it, you know what I mean? What do you, right. you think? Mine. Me, my, me personally, remember how earlier I was talking about those bricks that's a dollar? Okay. Now, remember how we was talking about earlier about the communities, right? Hell yeah. I was talking about how these communities got two houses on the block, or four houses on the block, ten houses on the block, two people standing. That's it. So, it can be like, okay, saying for instance, if I'm from this community, saying for instance, if Mr. Mix is from down the street, saying for instance, if 
Mr. H.T. is from North County or wherever, as long as we close and inside. The thing what I'm saying is we can go around to each community, pick up those bricks, get dollars off those bricks, all those bricks, pay somebody that's in our community with a truck or whatever, pay them to go get the, you know what I'm saying, break it all up to a point to where it's almost like a small scale gentrification for our own benefit. Uh -huh. Small scale gentrification. I'm like saying it's because we talk about gentrification all the time. So rather be a victim of it, why don't you turn it around to where you benefit from doing it to your own community or to other people's community who have therefore abandoned it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what we do sometimes is we think that we get a certain amount of dollars and we want to improve the quality of life but what we do is we forget about the neighborhood where we came from that gave us that that uh, difference about themselves but yeah. I'm going to go with this to a point to gentrificate yourself gentrificate your own neighborhood you won't worry about have to have outsiders yeah, coming in and gentrifying it because it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. So something that's kind of to kind of wrap this thing. Something that's been on my head and on my heart since we've been talking is with this big unity thing, and it's gonna kind of tie the pieces together. I just want to know what y'all think about it. Um, I feel as if the myth of the black leader, mm -hmm. and this is what I'm saying when I say the myth of the black leader. The first thing we do. Is we go on every platform that'll listen to us and we say, we ain't got no leadership. 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 And I go, okay, I hear that. Mm -hmm. But what if, and this is just hypothetical, what if we had a code of conduct? We had rules and regulations on how we're going to deal with each other. Mm -hmm. And instead of us needing leadership, the code was what we abide by. Yep. It wasn't a person. It wasn't a, it, it's not a group. It's not an organization. It's not, it's a code. Right, right. It's, we do business with each other first. Yep. Yeah. We do not commit violent acts against each other at all. We do not deal with anybody who does anything to women or children. Right. Like, we just have certain right. rules and regulations that we abide by as black people, and we say we're going to follow these rules, we're going to follow these regulations, and if you do this in our community, then you got consequences coming from this community. Yep. And, it could be, and it could be, and it could be, and hopefully it never has to be violent, or it just could be we're going to freeze you out. Yeah, yeah. You can't go to yep. this store. Yep. You can't shop here. Yep. You can't walk down the street. It's the same thing we do when we find out a homie snitching yeah find out a homie snitching we damn near turn our back on we're like man this nigga this nigga dead out here yep. you know what i'm saying yep. he dead out Drown. here dead. Real dry. Dead. Yep. Yep. you know what i'm saying he dead out here what if we did that from an economic standpoint to where we had a code of conduct to where we operated within that code of conduct city to city block to block hood to hood this is how we doing business we gonna we gonna build up our community ourselves even though we've been put in this position through Years and years and years of oppression and years and years and years of the bullshit that the American government has done to us as black people. And that's why it's important. And that's why in, within this talk, and I want to make this crystal clear, the reason why we talk pro-black and pro-community is because something was specifically done to black that's folks. Right. Yeah, that's they did something specifically to that's us. Right. You understand? We were targeted in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So in order for us to fix this, 
We're not gonna get outside help. Like we ain't got a stimulus package coming from no fucking way. Nope. Reparations been on the table for whatever, and they don't even want to talk about it. Like we didn't build the country. Right, right. So we got to be smart enough and take our one trillion dollars in, in spending power, and we got to become educated on it. So I think the second thing is is that we financially educate each other and we financially educate our kids. We can't depend on the school system to teach them how to be bosses and teach them how to be entrepreneurs because that's not what the school system there to do. Nope. School system there is to teach you how to get a good, secure job. And it does a great job at that. Yeah. Does a great job in teaching you how to apply for a job and go work for somebody else. How to punch make it hard. right. Make how to make your money and then after you make your money make you know essentially making their money it does a great job in that but it doesn't do a great job in saying hey create an idea stick with the idea innovate hire the people you need to hire go through the struggle and the strains of of owning a business and then eventually if you stay dedicated and you continue to do these certain things build a build a customer base um supply that customer base Continue to uh, invest back in your business. Don't take a profit out for a year or two. Yeah, yeah. Continue to reinvest profits within your yep. business. If you do that, then eventually you're going to grow your business so so big that you can not only live off of it, but you can thrive off of it. And not only you can, your kids can and your kids can. Like, it's a generational business. Yep. Like, how many businesses do we know that have been around forever in the day? To where you know they father used to have this business or whatever, and then like Quaker Oats type of stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Fire, Firestone tires, bro. Firestone tires. You understand man. what I'm saying? That's that's family owned. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. JP. That's for that's yep. that's family owned. So that, and then really quick, the la- the last one that I think that we neglect a lot of times, and I think it's a it's a easy barrier of entry, and it's something that we can definitely combine money on. Matter of fact, my idea. Is, and we're going to talk about this leading up into this. Um, I want to do something with 10 or 15 people. What we doing? I'm going to post this and I'm going to keep posting this. I want to do something to where we actually can buy our tax money mm-hmm. and we buy a franchise. Yep. We take our tax money and we buy a franchise. Because franchises have low barrier of entry. You have to have a certain amount of money. You have to have a, a person that can run that business. You can hop into that business and voila. You have you a business that you can run and something that already has name recognition, yep. has structure. They're going to teach you how to run it. Yep. They already know. You know what I'm saying? They already yep. know the name. Yep. And you just come in and you add your little connect. Because think about it. We wouldn't be bitching and moaning about these Popeye's chicken sandwiches if we owned the franchise. That's, that's right. That's right. And if, if it's a black yeah. man owning a Popeye's franchise, salute yeah. you, bro, because you're getting your paper this month. Oh, yeah. But think about if we if we just all went in and we said whatever franchise is gonna be whether it's Chick Fil A, uh, White Castles, Steak and Shake, and we just said fuck it, we gonna go in and we gonna buy like 10, 15 of them, and we gonna start our own little mm-hmm. little marketing campaign. Yep, yep. So you just go and shop with us. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? So so, so that's the you know we always want to leave we always want to leave on that on that positive point. Yep. So so what what are some of the things that you want to see kind of going forward HT so, with that? Just to point just to kind of like you say put everything together with unity and collaboration. Yeah. I think one of the things that we think going into business that we always have to have is a big investment. Not the case. Not the you case can at put all. A little bit into a little it's called angel investing. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a, you have you have people with money that sprinkle it around with people with ideas hope they get there with a return. So if you're not quite sure what you want to do, and I do believe 
that's a lot of people's issues. Like, what do I feel comfortable putting money in? Like you say, if you're not going to turn a profit in a year, what do I feel comfortable putting money in and I can feel like it's going to give me a return and I'm looking for it? Take that time out. Look at your brothers and sisters. Like, what are you guys doing? What is, what is it? I mean, what are you doing? Well, I'm trying to do this. See what sounds right. But look, I did it with a coworker. He had a um, he had a YouTube stream and he, he called himself being being on one. I said, well, check this out. I have a drop from the site that I have to get back up and running. Call me to that gentleman. But I say, look, if you go on go on your, your stream, you get like 800 people. You say, if you stream, use these headphones, shout my company out, you know what I'm saying, and uh, be good. I gave him 100 bucks. He looked at me like, well, like, that's real business. You say you, this is what you're doing it for. Like, this is how it is. Here's real, this is what it's supposed to look like. And if anybody's not looking at you like this, then you're doing it wrong. You see what I'm saying? Now, was that a wise investment on my turn? At the time, no, it was not. The, the young brother wasn't on his business like he was supposed to be. But it's a learning experience. I, the 100 bucks, what did that hurt me in the long run? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? I did what I was supposed to do for my part of, of the agreement with the uh, of the company. But that shouldn't discourage me going forward. If somebody, the look on his face when he saw that it was real business, money changed hands, this, that, and the other, that, that's a spark. So at the very least, if you get one spark, then as you say, the profit, the profit flames fly. All day long. So what you, what, what say you, Javi, what you want to see kind of going, going forward, man, on this? Uh, I actually want to see people actually get their ass up. See what I'm saying? Be aggressive. How about starting to be aggressive to succeed? Aggressive on doing stuff the right way instead of emotionally aggressive. I feel that. I want to see that. I want to see more people, okay, like we say on all this show, stick together, man. You know, like, my brother is my brother. My brother might be fucked up or he might not be fucked up. But still in all, I'm not going to have him out there to where he just, I cut him off completely. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm just going to use certain traits or certain qualities or certain things about him. Then, okay, I can use my brother. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or my brother can use me. Now. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. But I get the point of everybody has to have individualism. Okay, that's fine. But it's got to get to a point to where be an individual. But also, like I said, stick together like glue. Stick together like uh, gum on the shoe. <laughs> I dig it. That's what we Yo. need, man. Before we got here, I just want to say one thing about sticking together. This all and the media uh, makes you talk about podcasts and uh, all the things we can uh, dominate. Go look up Byron Allen's situation, man. That's a whole deal. Uh, like, this is one of those things that, I, you know, I, I think one of the things that we do in this type of, of realm is, you know, make a topic of fad that pops up for 24-hour news cycle and goes on. Right. This is big business for everyone involved. You yeah, see what I'm saying? For sure. For if, if you turn on your TV, if you ever thought about doing a podcast, if you ever thought about rapping, singing, making a commercial, producing, the visual arts in itself, this is something that you really want to keep your eye on and make sure you get a part of because it's, it's big business. We can't go. We might just do a show talking about it, but I just want to throw that out there to you. Sure, man. Yeah, what we Check us out, man. Like once again, thank you uh, for the thousand members. And I also thing that I want to see, I want y'all to come on up here, man. We at Tandy Community Center. Now, y'all want to come in, travel, sit down. You know what I'm saying? Have a listen, contribute. That's yeah. all we have. Have mics will travel. Like we have mics will travel. You know, we on the road, man. We 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 gonna we gonna be in a city near you. We are gonna be combining. 
uh, forces with a with a couple of other companies. Shout out to uh, Honor and the Fallen Logistics, one of the companies that we want to combine with. It, again, man, we all about um, unity. We all about coming together. If you promote us, we're gonna promote you. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So let's let's come together. Let's get it. Let's let's make history and let's let's change the shit. I'm with it. It's HD Sims, man. Mr. Mix. Joffrey Joffer. What we doing? We out. Peace.